0: into another edition of cheers from the press box i'm your host brennan tassett joined as always by my good buddy and co-host joe dorville what's going on man what's going
1: on brennan how you feeling feeling golden
0: uh uh, yeah call me the (laughs) gate bridge because i'm golden all righty so forgot i was hosting for a moment um never forget disclosure i've been closing a lot at work so i'm i'm running on fumes but we're gonna get this done baby uh no excuses no excuses, just results. If you're new to the show, quick rundown of the show. Uh, we like to talk about some of the biggest topics going on in some of the biggest sports. This week, we're going to talk NBA, NHL, a little Major League Baseball. Then Joe and I will get to the quick hits where we're going to discuss, I don't know, tertiary topics. Stuff going on in the sports world that you don't really think of when you think of the sports world. And it's going to be quick in the quick hits. Uh, No walk-off this week for me, Joe. Do you have a walk-off this week? No, No, I do not. No walk-offs this week. All right. And then the
1: press conference. your voice sounds horrible. Where we will peddle
0: our wares. (laughs) Here we go. started the same way we do every week, Joe. You need
1: some water.
2: Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go.
0: It's grizzled. It's a grizzled veteran of
1: podcasting is what it is. Call what you want. It sounded horrible.
0: All right, we're talking NBA, so we're going to obviously talk in the finals. Golden State Warriors, Boston Celtics. Joe, it's been a few games since I've seen you. It's been
1: a couple games. I felt good after one of them.
0: Yeah, I was going to say to recap, uh, I had Golden State, you had Boston, and then after game three, Boston wins.
1: Yep, yep. After game three, Boston won. Uh, They put it all together in that game, and uh, after game four, they they fell apart. Yeah, I was going to say, and then all of a sudden it was not. And the, and the the annoying thing about game four was they had done everything they needed to do. They like kept the turnovers low for most of the game. They had the lead for most of the game. It was a close game. And then they just let Steph Curry up for 43 points. But even in that, I was like, okay, their offense like tailed off at the end. And I was still confident in them winning the series because I was like, look, if you look around, this game is still close. The other people haven't done anything yet. You only worry about Steph. And it's just you guys making a couple more shots. And we, we get to game five in a second. But in that game four, I realized I'm so happy I'm not a Boston Celtics fan. And I don't actually root for this team because... God, Lee, they're one of the dumbest teams ever. I can see yeah. why. In the last two seasons, last season they were a 500 team, and then at the halfway point of this season, they were a below 500 team because they just make dumb decisions repeatedly, and the the coach can only do so much, can only tell you to do so much. It it. Then it comes to execution on the court.
0: Yeah, that's been one of their biggest problems, and I've noticed it as well, and we've talked about it. So, like, at the beginning of the year, they were exactly 500. Then after Christmas, um, basically in the start of the new year, in January, they, they, they played really well. But then going into the playoffs, it was the same thing, where they win one, and then you're like, all right, here we go. They're steamrolling. Their defense is locked down. Then they'll lose one, and you're like, Jalen Brown can't dribble, apparently. Nobody told me that. Marcus Smart is hurt. Uh, Jason Tatum would rather take, you know, long twos than drive to the basket. Only threes or deep twos. Yeah, it's so it's been especially with game four, because that was in Boston and it was a super late game. And I thought for sure there's no way Boston loses this because they just won the previous game at home.
1: I thought Pretty. that's what I was at my most confidence. I was like, they just won game three. I was like, you win game four and you go back to golden state up to up three, one, you lose game five, you win game six, call it a day. And just the way they looked in game three, like game three was the perfect game for them. Like they held it together Absolutely. for most of the game. They held the lead for most of the game, lost it in the third quarter because for some reason they come out flat every third, quarter. every third quarter. (laughs) And then but they never let the lead go. They never ended the quarter without the lead. So and then they obviously ended it in the fourth. So I was like, okay, just copy paste that game plan. And for the most part, they did. And Steph really didn't even go off in the fourth. Like in the fourth, it was still tight, even with Steph going crazy. And they just fell back into bad habits. Like you, I was watching the game with a buddy of mine um, and you would just see there'll be like four or five possessions where Jason Tatum is the best person in that game on the Celtics and they just don't get him the ball. Yeah. And then he's not aggressive to getting the ball. He's just standing in the corner waiting for the ball to get to him. It's like, dude, this is crunch time. It's getting tight. Go get that shit. You don't yeah, fucking like stand it's, around it's and wait for that now. shit. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, No, this is not the Warriors are not playing their offense anymore. They're getting Steph the ball and putting him in action. You go get the ball. Coach set up something. Have him bring the ball up. Get him in action. Let's not stop standing around and wait for this. And then you get a bad Marcus Smart shot. You get a bad Jalen Brown shot. Where they're not passing the ball at all or passing it one time and then you're getting no rebounds. It's like they just they piss that game away. Yeah, the uh Celtics, it seems like they do that often.
0: They uh and like we've talked about where it's like, oh my god, they've got it. And I don't I don't think we can chalk it up to their young team anymore. This is No, their, they're just dumb. Yeah, they've they've gone to the <laughs> conference finals four times with this core. And now they're in the actual finals for a second time with this core. It's like
1: this is not. I was gonna say, I made Doka in you know, a timeout, I believe it was in game four, he said, Hey, you guys need to stop playing like assholes. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> it's and we've talked about this before with Golden State, actually,
0: where sometimes they play a little too loosey-goosey and we're like, oh, they're just bored or whatever. And I don't think Boston is in that camp of like, oh, they're just playing like they're having fun because they're bored. But at the same time, it seems like they're not playing as not as tight as they should, but as as, not uh, playing what I'm as like disciplined as they should.
1: Yeah, like it's the turnovers are like the dumbest turn. Like they had 18 turnovers in this game last night. It's like the stupidest turnovers it's like I, I i'm so happy i'm not like i'm rooting for them in this series only because i wanted to root against you and then people jumped on my back then i like dug in my heels um <laughs> but, but so it's frustrating in watching this in true joe fashion it, it's it's frustrating in the series but it doesn't You know, harm me one way or another. I actually don't want them to win eighteen because I really don't like the Celtics. Honestly, I just like the people on the team right now. Um, But to say Boston doesn't (laughs) seem—it
0: seems like we would be rooting for the opposite teams.
1: I mean, yeah. Um, But then it's like the thing that is working for them. Each and every game this series, they've kept kept the Warriors under their season total of points. Yep. Like They're doing what they're supposed to do defensively. You the have Warriors a, went 9 have of a, 40 from three point. You have a game where Steph doesn't shoot a three that you were up for most yeah. of the game. You have the big third quarter. You let Jordan Poole hit the three to end the third quarter, but you're up for most of the third quarter. Brennan, I knew the game was over in I knew the game could end for the, in the Warriors' favor in the third at the end of the third quarter, and it's not because Jordan Poole's shot. I literally said to myself, uh, Clay gets his fourth in the third, and I said, okay, no matter how this quarter ends, they're going to bring Clay back in the fourth. A smart basketball team, I know you've been putting Jordan Poole in the action. I know you've been putting Steph in the action. Clay's a bigger defender. But you need to put him in the action so you can get that fifth foul, get him off the court. And then whenever he comes back, put him in the action again, get that sixth foul, get him out of the game because he's the most lethal person. No matter what Jordan Poole is doing, no matter what Steph is doing, Clay is the heart of that team. No, Draymond's the heart. Clay is the yeah. soul of there that team. <laughs> Clay is the soul. If Clay starts rocking, that building is going bananas. And, which is
0: weird too cuz a few weeks ago i thought he'd be a
1: liability. Well, he was a liability at some point, but they did not they didn't go after him whatsoever. No. He finishes the game with four fouls and i'm like, that's the game right there. That's yeah. you leave him open for a couple threes, that's the game right there. Like even though Wiggins shout out the Wiggins having the best game of his life. Um how about him as far as rehabilitating his career? so it's funny people say rehabilitating his career or just giving him less responsibilities (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true you're not the face of the franchise anymore okay cool
0: well that's what i was gonna say is because he was always he always had that crazy athleticism and he was always incredibly gifted i remember when he was in minnesota he was too much trying to do too much man just
1: no trying to do too little (laughs)
0: he <laughs> never um, tried
1: to do enough.
0: Well, but I, I think it was all that pressure that was put on him. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like they they were expecting too much. I guess is what I should have said. And then but you're the
1: number one overall pick. That's kind of what we expect out of you.
0: Yeah, but it's funny because then he goes here and it's like, oh, we're just gonna pass the ball around. We're gonna just play ball, man. Or as uh, Kevin Durant likes to say, we're just gonna hoop. We're just gonna hoop, man. But yeah. Um, so um, do you want to change your pick?
1: Uh. No, because I'm I'm the band on the Titanic. I'm going down with the ship. Um, right, but good. I will say I would not be surprised if the Celtics come out and lose by 30 in next game. Really? And I, I was gonna and, s- and I won't be surprised if they win the next two games in dominating fashion. <laughs> this team well, it's is interesting is because so
0: The Celtics have never lost two games in a row in the playoffs yet. Um, Just now tell just now So, (laughs) precedents being set all over the place. Speaking of.
1: What? No, I I, I know a couple of things I wanted to say before. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, Yeah. You just took it out of my head with that stare of yours. I was like, what's (laughs) happening? I wanted to get to my lightning. Um, So you're not
0: changing your pick. Boston is very up and down. Yo-yo team. Golden State looking like the veteran uh, finals teams that they are. Draymond Green played okay yesterday, but has been. (laughs) Draymond Green had a great game yesterday.
1: That's a great game for Draymond Green yesterday.
0: Yeah, but like if I was listening to a podcast, they were talking about a stat line from the 2016 season. (laughs) Yeah, no, crazy. Where he averaged like almost 30 something points a game and like 10 rebounds and then all of a sudden you fast forward 6 years it's not he's not 38 he's only 32 but you fast forward 6 years and all of a sudden it's like wait Draymond's out there except mm-hmm. last night obviously he had a great game and then well, game yeah, 2 in
1: the game in the game prior they pulled him in the fourth
0: yeah they had to and then in game 2 remember he had a terrible stat line but he was like getting in everybody's head and chirping I mean, an and agitator. like yeah
1: um shout out to Steve Kerr uh for making that decision, making that big boy decision at that moment to pull him because put his big liability. boy pants on. Yeah. No. Um
0: well Draymond's the kind of player where a lesser coach would not have done that because you know he could get yeah, loud.
1: No. Yeah, he's gonna be in your ear for the rest of the game. There was something I came into this episode to say, and you stole it from me. <laughs> With my stare. stare. <laughs> All right. Well, are you? I assume you're staying with your pick.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is this is looking better and better for me every day. Which is good, because I had a rough patch there as far as making picks and stuff.
1: So I remember what I was going to say. I remember what I was going to say. If the Celtics don't win this finals, they're never coming back. Oh, this version? Absolutely not. No, 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 no. This these guys, Jason Tatum's never gonna
0: win. Well, that's what I'm saying. This version of the team is definitely never coming yeah, back. These
1: guys are never gonna win because Wow, big bold take from you, but I agree. Big bold take. But um they they in this series, what Golden State did I remember the analogy I wanted to make. What Golden State did, Golden He's so State did their fatality on them in the last okay. two games. A little Mortal Kombat? A little more Kombat. They ripped out their heart. I. That's why I think they can lose by 30 in the next game because they've had their heart ripped out of their chest in two games where they should have won and Golden State was like, uh-uh, give me that. A bad Steph game. A 43-point Steph game and then a bad game from Steph. We won and both of they won of both of them. We yep. won both of those. Everything and you wanted to do, we,
0: we still beat your ass. That's the thing is defensively, they went nine of 40, Golden State did, from the three. And they still won. So, like, you, if you're Boston. You, you won the third we, quarter this time. Still yeah, beat your ass. <laughs> yeah, like, if you're Boston, it's got to be frustrating because you're like, hey, if we can just, you know, slow down the pace of the threes, we'll be all right. They went nine of 40.
1: Steph didn't make Yo, a three-pointer. No, I'm no math major, but that's less than that's that's a terrible percentage. Steph didn't make a three-pointer for the first time in his career. Well, not for the first time in his career, for the first time since like November 2018. That's crazy to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no. They they snatch their soul and their ethos, and they're gonna, if they, if they want to do anything, they're gonna have to go to the drawing board, they're gonna have to look them, their face in the their. They're gonna have to look at themselves. They're gonna in the have mirror, to put their big boy pants on, and they're gonna have to judge themselves like harshly. They're gonna yeah, have to figure out their game, like Jason Tatum, develop a drive move. Stop driving and either looking for a pass or being too weak to go up. And yeah, finish. to be honest,
0: it's it's because it was Jaylen Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown.
1: Dribbles. Go learn Go, 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 go load some handle moves. <laughs> It was those two guys,
0: though. Remember Tatum's rookie year? They ended up going to the conference finals, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, this is outstanding! This is amazing!" Um, and we thought, "Well, Tatum and Brown, here we go." And then they would do this every year, and every time it was, "Well, they're young. They're really young. They're really well." Now, I mean, they're it's still young, excuses. but they're not. No more You yeah, can't. You've made it to four conference finals. You've made it to the finals. Like this is the core you wanted. Everyone, all you said you needed was a point guard. Turns out Marcus Smart, when he plays unselfishly, is probably one of the better point guards in the NBA. Still so not now,
1: the point guard they need. But.
0: but it's like, now go out and do it. Like, stop making excuses. You have two of the best players, two of the best, I, what would you say, 30 or 40 players in the league and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum? Like, yeah, go make go make it happen. Now, now you have to make it happen. That's all. But uh, I'm not going to speak too soon, but I think there's an episode coming up where I'm going to say, I believe I had that. Speaking of, I believe I had that. My Tampa Bay Lightning come back from down oh two to put it on the New York Rangers. Yeah, very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. I think Joe meant to say um, very frustrating. Um, it's super awesome living in New York. Uh, being an ing fan, literally, so many Rangers fans walking around. I go, how about oh, them gotta, bolts?
1: You gotta be careful. You might get punched in the face, knocked nah, out. How about the them bolts? <laughs> You see
0: that um, video? Which one?
1: Oh, there! you didn't see this video? Uh, I think it's coming out of game five. There was like a lightning fan walking behind a Rangers fan. This Ranger fan just stopped, caught the it. dude, and he just immediately hit the ground.
0: I got an update on my phone about that, actually. Uh-huh. Yeah, that shit was wicked. Vasilevsky has been playing very well. Other than a couple of early goals that he's been giving up, he's been playing very well in this playoffs. And, you know, in hockey, we're talking to NHL playoffs, by the way, folks In hockey, it comes down to the hot goalie. Um, Colorado has been resting for over a week now and their sweep of Edmonton. That wasn't even a series. Did you watch any of that? Um,
1: I wouldn't say it wasn't a series. The first game was bananas. Uh, and then you had the middle two games where the Avs basically put their foot on their neck or their skate on their neck. That's dangerous. Um, and then that last game came down to overtime. So uh, that that series kind of reminded me of, uh, not to invoke basketball, but the, bas- Boston uh, the basketball. Boston and Brooklyn. Boston and the yep. Nets, yeah. I, was about I knew to say exactly where, where you are going. Uh, even the last game was probably one of the tougher games, but each one of those games we're a slugfest.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess that's just when it's a sweep this late in the playoffs, I'm always just kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. But then again, I mean, Tampa Bay won four in a row, putting it on them. Uh, it was. So talking about the finals, I think Tampa Bay has the better, the hotter goalie, I'll say. But Colorado's got the better offense, like the better line. By um, far. And oh, I love oh, Stamkos. Before, I,
1: before, before we move on, before we move on, I yeah. gotta talk about Game Five. I gotta talk about Game Five. Rangers. For, close okay, I was like the what entire time. It's a it's a one one game going into the third period. They let off two late goals, one late goal, and then a a. a, a, a they pulled their goalie and they got a free goal. Oh there. yeah. So, they
0: got the open net
1: and the, the open netter. thank you. I was losing myself for a second. And then I empty, knew empty net or empty net netter, don't, netter. don't fucking come at us in the discord. <laughs> I knew, I knew Tampa Bay was going to win the next game. You know how Brennan, because not only did the Rangers lose the game on the ice, they got pumped at the end of the game. Stamkos gave it to whoever the fuck that was in that late game scrum they had and it oh, was yeah. just like uh, you've lost it. again the captain I, steven man the fatality they they stole their soul they stole their heart right then and your there. soul is mine like geez it, it was over i knew six. i called it a wrap right after i think i texted everyone i knew i was like yeah this is a wrap i was like they yeah, just lost me they lost the game. They lost the fight. It's over.
0: <laughs> it's over, baby. Well, let's talk about the final um, Stanley Cup final coming up. Colorado has a lot of rest. Colorado has the better offense. I think Vasilevsky the better uh, goalie. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not too sure how Colorado's defense is compared to Tampa Bay. I'm going to be honest. Sorry, Greg. I don't watch a lot of Colorado Avalanche games. Um, I've. I love Tampa and I want Tampa to win, but just on paper, from what I've seen from both teams in the playoffs and what I've heard, I think Colorado's the better team. I mean, I'm sticking with the Lightning, going with the Lightning, but I, I'm very nervous.
1: Um yeah, so Colorado is to me also the better team. Um I don't know if Kadri's gonna be able to play. Uh he got banged around the last couple games of their series. Um, but to your point, the goalie situation is going to be a huge difference maker. Um, their their number one, I believe, is still hurt. I don't know if he's going to be able to make it back in the postseason or not. Um, oh no, they're saying he's active. Nope. Oh, oh, they're saying he's active, Brennan. Hold the phone. Hold the phone now. If he's back, it's going to make a huge difference. Um. It's not going to change my opinion though. I still have the uh, abs because at this point, I just want to root against everything lightning related. Um, I don't know how many games you know you root for seven games. just as a fan, not a close uh, fan, but just a fan. Well, in I was going to say actually, as a fan, we root for a sweep. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think uh, I think the abs win this for sure. Though I think this is the abs. They finally get that elusive championship. They've been. Trying to get for quite some time now.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, like I said, just as a fan of the lightning, I, I got to go lightning, but I'm worried. I'm definitely worried about it. The
1: abs, they have played the right, man. I'm going to always mention that they rested their guys when it was time, when it was like President Cup time, President Cup or President Trophy? President Trophy time. um They rested their guys while the Panthers. Just played right into the superstition and won. I don't know why they did that. Um, we talked about it here. We were in the middle of a thirteen-game win streak and we weren't going to stop. I guess. Uh, so yeah, they they played this smart. They've been this is they've been knocking at the door for like three seasons now. COVID kind of derailed them in that season where they were on pace to go get it, and uh, yeah, they're just getting it a little delayed. All right, moving on.
0: Talking Major League Baseball, baby. Did you hear yes. the big news, Joe? World, the big world, news. I'm world's skipping world's around world. on you on the rundown. What's the big news? Joe Madden uh, shaved a mohawk into his head <laughs> to stop the skid. Yeah, I listen to PTI. What's up? Joe Madden oh, got man. fired.
1: Joe Madden got canned. Joe Madden got canned. So, who was the first one? The first one was Joe Girardi. Girardi. Yeah. Girardi for the Phils got canned, and then the Phil's like haven't lost a game since, or some shit like that. But it's that.
0: crazy. Like, Girardi, we talked about it. I, I was like, I don't know if he has enough clout to carry this, blah, blah, blah. Joe Madden has more than enough. I've thought for sure there's nothing that could happen. They could go 0 in 162 and they wouldn't fire Joe Madden. Um, and I was wrong, I was mistaken.
1: You' were wrong, you're mistaken, uh but joe, joe Joe Madden also has that sheen of arrogance where yeah he does uh, it's it's grating on the soul a little bit um and just the amount of money they've poured into that team and the talent they have, yeah eventually a, a problem was going to arise um so yeah well,
0: yeah, we saw the same thing with uh the Phillies uh Tony LaRusa. Yeah. Is now speaking of coaches getting fired. Apparently, the White Sox team was chanting, uh, Fire, Tony. The fans,
1: not the, not the team,
0: fans. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. <laughs> what did I say? Uh, so he made a, a very bad decision. Joe, you want to tell he the listeners a, what he did? He made
1: a bonehead of an error. Um, so it was a game against the Dodgers. It was a one two count, one ball, two strikes. Trey Turner, and he decided to walk him because. Freddie Freeman had taken second base on a pass ball. So he was like, you know what? I'll give them a free, I'll give them a free base. I believe there were two outs. And again, I remind you, the count was one ball, two strikes. You can potentially strike him out.
0: (laughs) His logic was it was a left-handed pitcher, the left-handed pitcher isn't very good against right-handed hitters. He's better against left-handed hitters. And then it was a left-handed hitter that was coming up, right? Max was Muncy like that. was
1: coming up, yes. And yeah. then Max Muncy hits a three-run bomb. <laughs> it.
0: Go yard. Yard
1: on that one. Uh, so yeah, and he defended his decision, and people are like, "No, we understand the strategy, but he had no, two we got, we got it <laughs> <laughs> And then he his his one of his. uh one of his uh defenses were, well, do you know what Max Muncie is down 2 0 versus Trey Turner? And it's like, but Max Muncie was going up there with a with a clean slate. He wasn't going down with two strikes. What are you talking about? Yeah. What, are you, like, what are you talking about? It's the about? two
0: strike thing that's that's egregious on this whole th- error because it's one of it's a situation where if it was a clean slate you would say, okay, totally understand why he's going to walk him. This makes sense. The analytics makes sense. His logic makes sense. No big deal. The fact that he already had two strikes it's is the like. the
1: mind-boggling part.
0: And then F- Freeman takes the base on the the errant throw. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, let's just walk him now. And it's like, wait, wait, he's, he's almost done. It's like, no, nah, we'll just walk him. It's, it's insane to me.
1: It's baffling. Baffling, I say.
0: What's happening with your uh, Florida Marlins, speaking of baseball?
1: Oh, the Marlins. So the Marlins had a team, team meeting. I think it was a players-only meeting. But I, I was going to say it. I think Donnie was in there, so I don't think it was a players-only meeting. It's very odd. I don't know. But um, apparently, Brendan, I don't know if you know this, but apparently people are jealous of Jazz and his swagger. Really? Yeah, the way he carries himself. Apparently, they're, they're upset with his swagger. And then, you know what he did in, like, the next three games? had, like, four homers after yeah. that damn meeting. Came out swagged <laughs> out. Uh, and they went on a little, little five-game win streak. It was, it was um, right after. But the funny part was, after the meeting, Donnie went to the media and was like, yeah, we had a team meeting, blah, 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 I don't know if we accomplished anything. I don't think, you know, they might come out flat, blah, 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 blah. They might come out flat. That next game, Brandon, that game Boom. after the meeting, 12 runs. I think they're going to come out flat. <laughs> 12 runs. Yeah, that's get. crazy. And then a five-game win streak. So, um, hey, we've seen a players-only meeting turnaround a season before, a la Boston. But um, yeah, no, the it's uh the Marlins are one of the most infuriating teams because they have a lot of it. They have the pitching there. The pitching is there. Uh, fuck, I just realized I lost a game last night to the Phils. And that goes against me and Kyle's season long bet. Oh yeah. Um, but everything's right there. They just need to put their offense together consistently and. This may be the thing, this may be the awakening of Jazz, even though he's been the best player on the team all season. But if he can even go to another level and some of the other guys, you know, meet him where he's at. Uh, I think we could definitely make the postseason. We're not too far behind. The Braves are fucking going on a tear right now, with like a twelve game win streak. Um, but I think we're like dang, we're six and a half out of the wild card now. Yeah, the Braves fucking went nuts. Um, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, just right. hope and pray. Just hope and pray. Hope and prayers.
2: <laughs> and you'll be surprised how quick.
0: And quick, quick! May hits quick hit. All right, here we go. Quick hits. hits. We're gonna be quick. We'll start with live. Oh, you want to start with live? All right, we'll start with live. So lots going on. Uh, I'll make this quick. Uh, talking quick. about PG PGA golf versus live. The Saudi Arabia Golf Tournament, a um, couple of things. I know they covered this on PTI, but it's definitely something I wanted to bring up as well. I am not worried for the PGA. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, because you've got guys like, <coughs> sorry, I don't know what's happening. You've got guys like uh, <coughs> Rory McIlroy winning. The Canadian Open, uh huge name. Uh the final round it was like McElroy, it was Justin Thomas, it was big names on the tour. Uh Phil Mickelson, Bryson DeChambeau, a couple other kind, you know, big names, but you know, Phil Mickelson's obviously the most popular golfer in the world behind Tiger. Man,
1: Bryson Bryson bouncer. Oh, I was it more people boogied.
0: Yeah. It's forty eight players total. Um But I think the PGA is going to be fine. They're in great shape. And uh, some interesting quotes I've seen uh, some PGA golfers saying it's sad. It's disappointing. Uh, You know, it's basically bringing it's upsetting the balance of the game. Uh, It's uh, I don't know. I don't really care about the live golf tournament. Didn't see it. Wasn't streaming on anything that I have. So didn't actually happen.
1: I'll offer a little bit of pushback. Um, <coughs> the the first event was on Twitter, uh, Twitter on YouTube, um, and they had some okay interest, uh, but also it was in a different time zone. It was in the uh, Can not It was in uh, the UK. sounds like you're
0: from London.
1: Yeah, it was in the UK. I didn't want to say London. I don't know if it was London specifically, but this time it'll it will be was. in America, on the West Coast, so better time zone for all of America to watch it, basically. Um, But I feel like also the PGA lost. The PGA took a huge blow because they have... Everybody realized they have no biting power. They're the NCAA. They can enforce nothing in actuality. Like... The U.S. Open already said, hey, no one's going to not. This was a conversation with me and you were having, like, wondering what was the Open's going to oh, say. Oh, yeah, we haven't talked everything. about that. Yeah, and so the U.S. Open already said, hey, we're going to let everybody play this year, and we'll evaluate it next year. All are welcome. <laughs> it's an open invitational, so you can't really deny anybody the ability to get into it. It's so, very Oz. It's very uh, Oz the situation.
0: The, the curtain's been pulled back and it's like, yeah. oh, it's just some random person. Like, they have no
1: actual power. You said Oz. I was like, who the fuck is Oz? Uh, <laughs> no, the Wizard of Oz. Oz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I got it now. But, um, yeah, so it, 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 it's eye-opening in that fact where um, I think I think uh, the live tournament shows a, a huge chasm in what is wrong with the PGA itself. Cause the PGA functions as a non-profit and the PGA can't like generate that much money and the player all the players and they're going to go to court and be able to play in the PGA events because Oh yeah, it's going to be the whole thing. The players aren't contractually obligated to play. There's no collective bargaining. You allow exemptions all the time to play and other things. I'm just a member. Now you're just suspending my membership. Like why? You have no actual grounds to do so. You just don't like I'm playing somewhere else. You allow me to yeah. play other places from time to time. <clears throat> from time to time. So it's it's the for hypocrisy for fifty million dollars. The hypocrisy. Now again, I I stand on nothing that the live the people the money backing the live golf tournament. Um, but if this were not Saudi backed. I think more and more people would be for this because the PGA has had a, a monopoly on the best golfers in the world and have done nothing with it and have paid them less than honestly their worth. If you look at the purses from, if you look at the purses compared to the salaries of players in other sports, like Tiger should be making, oh yeah, by far more money. Phil should have made by far more money in their careers but the p g a just operates in this like I think million dollar purses didn't even come around until Tiger,
0: which is crazy because even if you won every tournament it's you're still not gonna make as much as like a Patrick Mahomes
1: in the season,
0: yeah, that's what I like, mean, yeah,
1: it's crazy yeah so it's it's absurd, um they needed some talent, they needed some pushback, they needed some resistance, and i don't again, I don't stand for what the live the people backing the live tournament stand for and they're not making the stand out of uh the you know the good of the game of golf but no. I do side with the golfers like hey I'm I should be allowed to make the most money allowed to me I should be make I should be able to make the most money uh somebody's willing to give me yeah and you should be able to recognize your I not potential to that yeah. yeah so I PD agree wants yeah. to I behind just behind mighty even though they didn't want to have Black people and women are part of the association for a long time.
0: Uh Saudis don't still don't let women uh, a part of it. Again, so. I
1: didn't say this. I said <laughs> Saudis aside. If, if if this was the Canadian back thing, every no one would have an issue. No, I'd actually be <laughs> all for it if it was. It's just that like Yeah. yeah I'd I'm be. about to say the Saudi element of it kind of clouds over the whole thing, but a good point isn't a bad point. Just because, yeah, no, of, I I completely understand what you're a saying. Good point just still a Good point, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> just where the money has to be coming from, it's blood money and everything like that, you know. Yep, uh, this Joe. Japanese how about your WNBA? Okay, uh, quick, the WMBA. quick. uh, the, the hi, hi, hi. Courtney Vandersloot hits a late uh three to take the sky over the Liberty. Liberty have found a couple wins uh, of late but still kind of floundering in the bottom half of the, the board. Uh, the storm, the storm stormed all over your Dallas wings, Brennan, right 84-79. Uh, the Phoenix Mercury finally getting getting it together to some degree. Skylar, Skylar Diggins-Smith going off in the overtime to win that game 99-90. to And then the Indiana Fever finding their feet, that young core uh, winning over the Lynx who have just cratered this entire season. Uh, current standings, the number one team, as always, it appears, is the Las Vegas Aces. Again, in a game uh, sometime last week, I think it was either Saturday or Saturday or Friday, the Aces offense all came from their starting five. Literally, all of it came from the starting five. Uh, and it was, as I've been saying, their starting five is probably the best starting five. But how much can they get out of just that starting five? The Sun... They're still doing what they're doing at number two. Then you got the Sky. The Sky coming off that championship run. Last year, they were down in the 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 standings. They were like 5-6. And this year, they've had a healthy Candace Parker all season. And they're sitting at third. The Storm and Sue last season are the fourth best team. Uh, Stewie's been in and out of the lineup. Uh, partially only. I mean, primarily due to like some COVID stuff. But um, it's interesting how... Uh, this season is shaping out for sure. Brand. Boom.
0: That's Brand, what I was gonna say. I was totally gonna say that same thing.
1: Have you been following out in any of the college baseball and softball world come series? On. Joe, you're a huge, huge baseball college. Baseball uh, huge, the biggest. <laughs> it's huge.
0: It's the best tournament of all the tournaments. Honestly. Women's
1: softball is the greatest, and I love the Saudis. Saudis are fantastic. Don't know. I stand by nothing that was just said on this program. Um, <laughs> so that's
0: uh, my Donald J. Trump impression. little Donald impressionist. No, I have not been following either softball nor baseball.
1: Okay, so quick. College update. World Series. The, the Women's Softball World Series. I think that's how it's pronounced. WCWS. College. Women's college, I don't know. Um, yeah, women's college Yeah, yeah. Uh, Oklahoma dominating team all year long. Fifty-three and three. They win the championship game, bits two out of three over the Texas Longhorns. Um, they had like a team batting average over three twenty, I wanna say. Damn. Like they have been they were such a powerhouse all season long. Um yeah, it, it was crazy and it was not surprising when they won. I think their best player, Jocelyn Alu, batted like over five hundred for the season. That's crazy. She was a tear. <laughs> um and in the College World Series, the number one team has fallen. Uh <clears throat> Tennessee, uh Taylor two days. It was hilarious. Well, Taylor like three days. But Tennessee a very arrogant very demonstrative team um that i like actually i'm here for all the histrionics on the baseball field we need more of it let the kids play um but people had people were a little annoyed with them upset with them and you know those catholics up in south bend put them in their place the notre dame fighting irish upset the tennessee vols uh it was it was a tale of like two days I said. Um one day on Twitter you're seeing all these gifts and memes of uh bats being flipped and thrown down in these nice orange uniforms, and then the next day they're crying in the dugout. It was just like, oh God. Jeez. But yeah, so the that that's is still continuing on. That's why you love sports. Um, they're getting ready to go to uh somewhere in Nebraska Omaha, that's where they go. Again, yeah, Everybody's Omaha. getting ready to go to Omaha for uh, the actual bracket. We just finished the Super Regionals and all that good stuff. College plans. World Series. Yeah. So, all right. With no walk-offs, we're going right to the press conference, right? Yes.
2: And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety.
0: All right. Joe, let everybody know where they can find you, where they can buy your merch. Tell everybody what's going on.
1: You can take me out on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorville. Uh, head over to joedorville.com. We'll be getting around to updating that website in a little bit. <laughs> um, well, the merch store primarily. Uh you can check out this show, Twitter and Instagram at Kieran Press. Again, that is at Cheering Press. Don't forget to go to anulow.co to check out all the other shows. Who does a podcast is coming back, folks. Oh it's official. Recorded the first episode tonight. 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 Um yeah, it's a fun format we're gonna be doing this season. Uh we're just gonna bounce from movie to movie, musical to musical, not uh, necessarily staying with one thing for the full duration um, but we're still going to do rankings and we're going to have uh, it's going to be fun it's going to be real fun me Kyle and Rick my brother we're going to have fun with that it's going to be good good wholesome content it's all, all I'm here to make good wholesome content perfect right. well, where can
0: we find you everybody can check me out at Brennan T Comedy on all social media Brennan T Comedy dot com uh Check out my other podcast. Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. Just Google ex drinking buddy. Um, It's a podcast where I have comedians on artists on all sorts of people, actors, uh, musicians. Joe's been on a few times. We talk about their uh, best and worst drinking drug, getting in trouble and party stories. Uh, It's called ex drinking buddy, your ex drinking buddy. Uh, Give that a listen. Keelan Palufo's coming up. Uh, very, very hilarious comedian. Very big up and comer. Is now touring with Fortune Femster, and she will be on next week. Um, and brand new merch store. BrennanTcomedy.com slash merch store. A bunch of new merch. So check that out as well. And thank you for listening.
1: Thank you for listening. Uh,
0: that has to be holy shit. Oh, my God.
1: Just wanted to get that in there uh, It's your favorite right. drop It's my favorite drop Uh Brennan Get me out of here Because I gotta get ready for work Alright And that's why we play the game
0: Hello Hello Huge shout out The mayor Calais Campbell Coming into the restaurant tonight Big Lamar up. showed up
1: Lamar showed up to Camp Oh yeah I saw that.